When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Better Business, Better Life podcast. Terry DuPont is the founder of DuPont Advisory Group, a group dedicated to providing comprehensive services to successful business owners, medical, and other professionals. Terry has top-of-the-table status in the prestigious International Million Dollar Roundtable, placing him among the top one-tenth of 1% of all professional financial advisors in the world. Terry's philosophy is, I've learned that I grow and prosper more by focusing on the success of others rather than fretting over my own. Terry is a certified financial professional with the Institute of Financial Wellness, an advisor for the power of zero taxes in retirement, chartered retirement plans specialist, certified wealth preservation planner, and certified philanthropic developer. On the podcast, Terry brings together experts in their field who have succeeded in building their business to share their secrets with you. And now, here's your host, Terry DuPont. Welcome, everyone, to a new episode, this week's episode of Better Business, Better Life, Building on Your Success. And today, we're honored and privileged to have Isaiah Fritzinger, who's actually a friend and client of ours. And uh, it, this is going to be special because uh, this young man is incredible and he's got a good story to share. So, uh, Isaiah, welcome. Great to have you here. Good to see you again. Well, it's great to be here, Terry. And uh, to everybody out there, I really appreciate Terry and he's definitely helped me a lot. So, thank you. I'm quite honored to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Isaiah, you know, I know your story, but our (laughs) listeners don't. So, uh, I've tailored my questions to get your story out. Okay. Oh, great. <laughs> um, so can you tell us a little bit about you and why you started your career and what you're doing now? Oh, man. Well, I, so I grew up in Southern Indiana and, uh, I grew up in a cornfield and, um, and so my dad and mom, uh, had, eight kids and I'm the oldest of uh, seven boys and one little girl at the end. And um, my parents just let me know that they're having a ninth. (laughs) So congratulations. (laughs) So I grew up in a big family and being the oldest there, um, my dad worked at a Christian nonprofit and, and, um, and my mom was a stay home mom. So there wasn't a lot of money to go around. So uh, my, my parents, uh, had this eBay side business going on where we would go to yard sales and stuff and we'd buy, buy stuff at yard sales and sell it on eBay and make a profit. And so, um, when I was a teenager, about 15, I started, uh, selling on Amazon, uh, same concept, go to yard sales, go to retail stores, buy the clearance aisles and, and sell on Amazon. And, uh, so, you know, I was doing that for a while, but I, I wanted to, to work at the Christian nonprofit where, where my dad was at. And so I, 
I did that when I was 16 and 17 and, um, and that was very rewarding. Uh, and so, but anyway, I, I found out that I definitely had something going with this, this side business. And so I, uh, I, I started, um, really growing it and, and on the side, like on the weekends and stuff. And, uh, and so eventually I, I started doing it full time with, um, with me and, and one other guy, um, that I, I hired. And so I, I did it, uh, cause I always said like, you know, if I, if I can't work at the Christian nonprofit, like I want to be able to support it. And so that was kind of like the major why I decided to make it instead of just a hobby or a side business, uh, something, something bigger. Right. And so that's, that, that, that's the core why of the, of the very beginning, but it's definitely turned into, uh, quite the, uh, different business model than just going to yard sales and, and, uh, <laughs> selling, selling stuff. So, so what we do today is we, uh, partner with manufacturers that are, are struggling with Amazon, with controlling Amazon, with growing their sales on Amazon. And a lot of these manufacturers are, are, are non-Amazon focused manufacturers. So they're focused in selling their products in retail stores, maybe selling on their website. Um, and then Amazon's kind of in the back burner, which I don't blame them. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's not the most friendly channel to sell your products on. So, but nonetheless, it is the biggest retail uh, outlet in the world right now. So we first go in and help control uh, the platform instead of having all these random sellers selling your product or, um, you know, one or one photo and terrible descriptions that aren't even really representing your brand. We go in there, we, we help control that. And then, um, essentially what we do is we become the only seller for the manufacturer. We buy the products wholesale. Uh, we buy pallet quantities in our, in our 60,000 square foot warehouse in Southern Indiana. And, and then we, um, then we make sure that you have prime shipping that all the boxes that you need to check for a successful Amazon store. And, uh, and we just make money off margin. We do all of our services, advertising, marketing, everything for free. And, um, and the only thing we ask is that, uh, that we get to continue to represent the brand and, and work off a fair margin. And, um, and a lot of times, obviously the brands, it's cheaper for them to have us do it because we're free and they're selling in wholesale anyway, um, than trying to do it themselves or, or having a bunch of people that don't know what they're doing, represent them on Amazon. So that's kind of what the whole business model has turned into. Okay. Uh, before I go any further, I think folks out there should know how young you are. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm 23 going on 24. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you mentioned something that uh, leads me into my next question, go ahead. And, and that's brand. So yeah. can you explain, if you would, uh, a little bit about brand partnering? Oh, that's that's a great question. Um, so what, with our company, we've established three, I would say like core, um, things to our, to our company. And that is one, number one, we want to treat every brand like it's our own. And, and, um, 
what that means is is if I'm going to represent you on Amazon, I'm going to be the 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 sole distributor on Amazon. Then I want to make sure that we have the best interest of the brand alignment, and we're trying to do that not in just a a fee based service or something like that. We work off of a fair margin, nothing nothing too high. But something that every time we make a sale on Amazon, we're getting rewarded for it. So we we want to make sure our incentives are aligned. Um, and so we look at ourselves as the Amazon department of the brands, right? And um, but without so you could use our team as you would use your team to be the execution arm on the Amazon channel. Gotcha. Okay. Excellent. Um, since you've started. Uh, yes. What do you feel is the biggest challenge you faced? Oh my! Well, it, you know, uh, people problems. <laughs> it seems like um, it. You know, w- what can make and break any company is your people, and so you know, making sure that you know. It, it, Terry knows I have great people, and I. Uh, but but still even with the best people, just trying to figure out how everyone meshes together in a team and how to manage people and all that, you know, that that's, that's essentially one of our greatest assets is our team, but it's also one of the greatest challenges is, is the team. So it, I think every good manager knows that. Um, and um, sometimes I envy you, Terry, you don't have a huge team that you have to hold these, you know, employees that are looking up to you. Um, but, you know, I, I believe that's what I'm supposed to do to make our business model successful. And um, one of the great things that I did early on is I hired a 55-year-old business professional uh, to be my right-hand man and that had, had worked at Fortune 500 companies and everything. It really helped me manage the team and set up my team professionally because, you know, when I was starting and st- still, I, I really feel like I don't... I don't know anything about you know, <laughs> corporate business or anything so it's 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 a the team is where it's at well uh you've, you've you've done the right thing i mean uh no one person as you well know can be the best at everything and so you have to have the best people around you that's right you, you have you know, you know, so that you can complement each other so yeah. kudos to you um how did you become an expert in, in uh, this partner branding with 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 wholesalers and, and um, uh, Amazon? Well, it's just like anything, uh, Terry. If you just do if you do the same thing for the extraordinary amount of time compared to the rest of the population, <laughs> you eventually become with uh, the school of hard knocks and experience you learn hey this works and this doesn't and you have the right people around you so we've been doing this uh, almost nine years now uh, and I it's hard for me to believe like you know next year at the end of the next year we will be doing this for 10 years selling on Amazon for 10 years of like and to be able to do that <clears throat> when I when I'll be 25 years old I think is such an advantage because I still have so many years in front of me, but to be able to to start early so you can have all those early experiences and and uh, hiccups and everything, I think is I think is awesome. So, but yeah, just just always striving to get bigger and do better, 
um and and just having that constant passion to treat every brand like it's our own and and, and i think that's that's what drives you to be the expert yeah i, I think that's great that's awesome uh that will do that will continue to drive your success for many years yes thank um, you isaiah what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started oh man well I'm I'm gonna go back to the team thing. There's 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 so many things. Like I wish the experience I had with people and managing and 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 all of that. You know, I I wish I had that when I started. But you really can't get that unless you go out there and you're in an environment where you're leading a team. And so it's um, you know, one one. A uh, system that we use in our company that has been very successful uh, so far is we use the EOS system uh, with uh, 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 Gino Wickman and Traction. There's a book he wrote about it. And we've implemented that uh, EOS, which they call Entrepreneur Operating System, into our business where we have uh, weekly meetings where we're all uh, focusing on what matters in the business. And we have quarterly uh, meetings where we're establishing goals and looking at metrics. So we have a scorecard uh, basically uh, in our business, watching all the most relevant numbers in real time every week. And a lot of this seems obvious, but unless you have a system or a process where you're looking at this at a cadence, everything else uh, can, can be a distraction. Okay. defining you know the employee's accountability because a lot of times you say oh joe you're supposed to do that well i didn't know i was supposed to do that well but if, when you really get down to defining and have it written down on paper this is your accountability this is what you're measured on um you know i think that's that's huge and a lot of this stuff seems simple and whatever but when you go to implement it it's it's a whole different story so i Nothing wish as easy as it looks on the surface right <laughs> oh no yeah but i wish i would have started um at the beginning and built my company on top of EOS and because and, I started about a year and a half ago or about a year ago yeah somewhere in there and it uh and it's been going great um and it's been a perfect business but I think that would have helped a little bit more earlier on okay okay is there something that you feels important to share with each and every one of your clients I'm sorry, Terry, it broke up a little bit. You said each and every one of. Yeah. Is there something that you typically share with each and each of your clients that you think? Oh, each of my clients. Okay. Oh man. Well, we, we always, <laughs> we always educate them on the importance of controlling their distribution online um, because it's so important that you don't have a hundred random people trying to fight over selling your products on Amazon because it doesn't help anyone um what it usually drives is it drives a price war and of your products going down to the bottom and also if you have 20 people all fighting for a sale they're competing against each other they're not competing against your competitors mm -hmm. and <clears throat> so we've seen so many brands just get eroded their brand value by having really messy distri distribution online so Gotcha. Um, it's something that we, every 
company online needs to be thinking about their distribution and who is selling. Gotcha. I bet that's, I've never heard you put, heard you say that that way. Uh, but that's, uh, that's incredible. Yeah. Good, good, good point. Um, what's a mistake that you see a lot of potential clients or clients make that's hard to do or hard to undo, I should say, as it relates to branding and selling online. And it may go along hand in hand. With yeah. yeah. I would have to say is distribution. I mean, if you have <clears throat> a messy distribution with 500 people uh, all fighting to sell your product online, that's it's hard to undo that um, very quickly. Now it can be un undone, um, but it, it, it takes a long time. We see especially the worst in the food space where, you're trying to get your food products out to every single grocery store, every single gas station in the world. And so you have many, many, many distribution points. So it causes a lot of problems and it's just hard. Now there are ways you could fix it and things. Um, but, but I think like that, that's something that's, that's hard to undo. Um, and that's, that'd be my answer. Okay. Um, now I know quite a bit about you and there's something you haven't mentioned yet. You mentioned it briefly. Okay. Uh, and it's why I think you're, it makes you so passionate. And these next two questions, uh, I'm going to combine them because, okay. okay? And, and so I'm gonna give you the two questions and it's, and I'm hoping you focus on what I'm trying to get to, but okay. how, how did you know that this was a market that you needed to step into and along it with that, how do you define success? Okay. Um, well, I I think I'll go back to to answer your first question. How did I know this this particular business model? It, it, this market is 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 what I was supposed to do. Um, it it, it kind of goes along with my story. So when I first uh, was selling products. I was buying stuff at yard sales or liquidation and worked by a way up, you know, and Amazon actually shut my entire Amazon account down in 2018 um, because I got a few customers that said, Hey, this product is inauthentic. So to uh, Amazon works on the principle, <laughs> the sellers are guilty until proven innocent. So I, uh, I tried to submit uh, paperwork and invoices that I had um, from liquidation suppliers and Amazon did not accept it. They said, we need uh, invoices and letters from the manufacturers or distributors. And so since I wasn't buying from manufacturers, distributors, they shut it down. They held $40,000 from me. And it was, it was a, quite a painful time uh, for me. I had to lay off my only employee at the time. Um, and so w what I realized, you know, it, it, I actually got my account back, oh, took eight months. I got a hold of Jeff Bezos's technical advisor on LinkedIn. <clears throat> but what I realized at that time was I need to work with manufacturers, distributors. And so I, I started knocking on doors locally and I got a hold of a candle manufacturer in Indiana that was selling on their own website. They were not selling on Amazon. And uh, I started representing them and doing my business model with them. And we ended up growing that candle company to $2 million in gross revenue on Amazon uh, within two years. And so 
when that happened, it was like, wow, if I could do this with the candle company, there's plenty of other companies that we could do it with. And I know we're just scratching the surface of this. So that, so that's, that's really what got me into to that. And then <clears throat> your second question of defining success, you know, for me, uh, what's, that's a very loaded question, of course, uh, because they're, but I, I would say you know, the most simplistic form of that question is, or so simplistic answer to that question is to be able to go to bed at night and sit there and think, how did I help someone else? How did I enrich someone else's life? Um, that because the you know you're not going to be remembered for how much money you made or how successful you were you're going to be remembered by how you helped others and and you know, i believe not only in this life but on the next life you also will be remembered for that and so and and also it's just way more rewarding when you can uh when you can help others and and i and i think that is how I define success. And so whatever I'm doing, if I'm doing, um, you know, something financially, I'd like, I like to, you know, support uh, causes that, that help other people. I like to uh, provide a good atmosphere and, and place for my employees to work that they don't have to just, you know, be working in, in some crazy environment where they're not appreciated or that they can't, uh, you know, they can't be them themselves. And, um, and I also just, I just love working with all of our clients and, and partners that we have to, to be able to say, you know, our business model is helping them. You know, they are growing their sales, they're gr growing their control and everything. So I, I truly define success by how much uh, we can help others. So is that, is that a good answer? <laughs> It's a great answer, but I'd like to drill down on it a little bit. If All I'm right, ready. go ahead. Okay. Um, so when you help others outside of your business that you that, that 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 has nothing to do with your suppliers or your your yeah. your your, your, your uh, employees, I know that you do a lot. And yeah. so, what is the big thing that really drives you with the revenues from your business? Mm. So my my financial giving is that what you're digging into? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I one of the biggest things that I support is you know I I'm a Christian and I I believe that uh, that everybody in this world is looking for peace and when when something happened to me when I was in my teenage years where I truly gave my life to Christ and that gave me a piece that passes understanding and i i just i just have that piece that i know if i die tomorrow that i'll be fine right and i know that not only if i die but if i live another day i'll be fine and it and and it's such a it's something that you can't explain unless you truly go through it and it happens to you and so um and so one thing that i've helped a lot with is you know my dad I said he works for a Christian nonprofit and it's a missionary organization so we give a lot of money to help um, get the word of God uh, to the people of the world we have uh, these tablets that we send out that have a lot of the word of God on them and they they're waterproof and everything and they go out 
to jungles in Africa and everywhere. And I actually um, just was able to experience a little bit of that uh, in uh, in a foreign country. And um, and what's crazy is, you know, you can go to some of these countries and they see you have Christian material and they say, that's not welcome here in our country, right? You know, and 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 you think, wow, the people that are there that are feeding off of this, and they're 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 getting this piece that I have, the same piece that I have. And but they're way more thankful for it because, you know, it they they might not be allowed to have it in, in their country. Um it just anyway, I think us as Americans, we're we're just so spoiled and so uh, prosperous and we we're just it, it, to me I just had that experience going to another country this year um it just it made me made me think of things way differently and how that I was looking at my American passport and pretty much every quote and every page in that American passport has something to do with liberty and freedom and it, it's just it's just amazing to have that liberty and freedom that we can build whatever businesses that we put our mind to we can we can uh, have the freedom of of speech the freedom of religion and and people are are always complaining about you know that those principles are being lost in america which which they are worse than they used to be but we're still way ahead of any other country out there for example in germany i that, uh, want to homeschool their children and over in germany it's illegal to homeschool you're you know they'll they'll put you in jail you know and in indiana we have one of the best homeschool states there is and and um it's there's so much freedom uh so it's just like there, there's so many little things that we don't think about even in countries as developed as and modern as and free as germany that there's still things that you'd be thrown in jail at, at in indiana would be you know not even thought of so anyway yeah yeah uh, well you mentioned the tablets and yes uh, uh, that's no small endeavor that you're doing. <laughs> it's no small endeavor. <laughs> I mean, it, it takes a lot of, uh, I, I hope I'm, I'm not going to spill yeah. beans or, you know, <laughs> yeah. say something that uh, yeah. we're, we're getting into some numbers, crazy yeah. numbers, but uh, you're donating a lot of company profits to that. Are you not? Yes, sir. That's what we try to do. And we try to do as much as we can without going bankrupt. But uh, that's the best. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, that's you, we, well, you'll never be morally bankrupt. I, I guarantee you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I know, and you know, it's nice when you have a <clears throat> a team that has the same vision. You know, there's so many people that go out to make a company, and they say, you know what, we're gonna have a vision. We're gonna, we're, but the the only thing that they're really getting to is we're gonna make this money to. Uh, that we can all be rich, right? Like that's the real core of it. But when you go out and say, when I go to my employees and say, Hey, you know, I don't really need you. I don't really need to make more money for myself. You know, I, I, I live, I have a nice house and you know, I, I'm, I'm happy, but I want to be able to make some money so I can do this project with these tablets that I can help other people. And they're like, wow, that's really cool. I want to do that too. Uh, and and just to be able to see that um, that having that extra drive that even if 
you know, it, it really helps us get through the hard times and the easy times. And but yes, we have um, donated well over a million dollars in the last couple of years, and um, and we're not really that big of a company too. So it's it's been great and it's been a blessing, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, but uh, and I, I just want to continue to build our company where we can uh, continue to to donate where it where we're helping others. And so I, uh, I'm super thankful for my company, super thankful for my team. Couldn't do anything without my team. So, but, uh, and also thankful for you, Terry, you've definitely helped us with, uh, <laughs> with, yes, you've helped us so much with, with, uh, taxes and, um, all the different things. So highly recommend Terry for anybody that is looking for a great well, advisor. We appreciate that. Um, and, and let me add one thing to that, if I could. Uh, and Absolutely. Correct me, and correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Uh, but these Bibles yes. have the Bible on them. These tablets yes. have the Bible on them. Is what correct. It is. You do it in different languages? And... Oh, yeah. Many languages. We got the Bible. Um, we have some sermons. Uh, William Branham, you can look it up. Um, you know, just just basically enhances the Bible, like just gets people to the Bible. We're not trying to point anybody to a certain church, not trying to point anybody to a certain denomination or a certain um, way of, of, of uh, human organization, but we're trying to just point people back to the word of God, back to a personal relationship with God. We want, we want people to have more of that um, more of that true. And, and, and man has, you know, always tried to create temples and, and, and some man-made organizations to uh, systems of religion, which, you know, many of them are, are great. And I, I'm not knocking any of them, but what truly matters is you and God, that's it. And so that's, that's what we're trying to promote. I've got a couple Couple, just yeah. a couple of more quick questions uh, before we tie things up. Um, but before that, is there anything you'd wish to share that we haven't talked about already? Oh, well, I think uh, I think we've covered most everything, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So That's fair. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but um, definitely we're always looking for good brands so if, if anybody out there um you know would ha, has a friend that has a brand that's struggling on amazon or if you're struggling you know i we definitely would love for you guys to to give us a call and and see if we can help even if you guys don't match our our profile of a company that we'd be able to to help with our business model we still i always give free advice and I'm always there to 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 help you. You know, I just got off a call with a girl in Carmel, Indiana. She's trying to. Uh, they have a manufacturing business that they're trying to sell cleaning supplies. And I just spent an hour or half an hour on the phone. Just, you know, I probably won't get anything out of it, but I don't care. It's like I I have all this experience and everything that I've learned. If I can share it with others, I want to I want to help you. So. And you've already gotten something from something from it. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right. Okay. With all your success so far in your young life, Isaiah, yes. what's your biggest challenge? Oh, man. Should I say raising a family? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Well, 
you know, I think that's one thing. Um, uh, marriage and family come number one before anything else in, in your business or everything. And I think even people that are trying to help others, but they're overlooking their marriage and overlooking their children. I think that is um, that is something that trying to challenge, you know, trying to still uh, balance that and everything. But but I think uh, my biggest recommendation to to any marriage or business is not only communication, but the commun the communication of expectations. Right. So if you expect something from your significant other, or you know. And, and they're not, you know, and they're not giving that to you. It's like, oh, man, I expect you to, um, you know, have uh, whatever the the uh, the table clean, you know, or whatever, you know, it does, even as small as that, you know, these, it's funny. It's like the little things that turn into the big things. Right. And right. But, it, but you have to have a, a communication back and forth. And so and I think. Uh, same thing with your employees, right? You you want to make sure that you communicate your expectations, and then they communicate their expectations of you back. So um, that that's something that that is always a challenge is is figuring out. Wait a second, not everybody can read my mind, and not everybody is thinking exactly the way I think. So that's a big challenge. Yeah, that's great. Um, that's kind of I'm gonna wrap it up now. Um, and uh, you've you've been great, uh, but uh, and. I've really enjoyed this. Me too. Uh, I think and hope everyone else will too. But um, we're going to have this. Uh, it is on the bottom of the screen. But um, where can our audience go to learn more about you? Yeah. So um, two things. OnlineSellingPartner.com is our company website. But you can also go to my LinkedIn. It's Isaiah Fritz um, on LinkedIn. And then also on Twitter, it's Isaiah Fritz. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, LinkedIn is probably my, my primary social channel. Um, and then obviously learn more about our company on our website, but, uh, please reach out to me on LinkedIn, um, or Twitter. And, uh, I would be happy to, to help you out. That's how we met LinkedIn. That's right. We met on LinkedIn. LinkedIn's powerful. <laughs> and, uh, and your phone number, uh, my, my phone number, uh, you know, should what, should I give out my cell number, Terry, or should I just let them reach out on LinkedIn? Yeah, give them your eight hundred number, what have you? Yeah. yeah, too many people call, uh, scam me and everything. So I'll just let you reach out on LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, LinkedIn's so, fine. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, um, Isaiah, mm -hmm. it's been awesome to have you on the show. I I know that everybody's going to love love your story. So uh, thank, thank you, you so much. Okay. Well, I highly recommend you, Terry. You've been great. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for uh, joining us today um, on Better Business, Better Life, growing on your success and building on your success. I'm Terry DuPont, your host. And again, Isaiah, thank you. And, and thank you for everyone for tuning in. Take care. This has been the Better Business, Better Life, Building on Your Success podcast. If you have questions about creating tax-free wealth and income, forward-looking tax mitigation, strategic risk mitigation, wealth preservation and legacy planning, and advanced financial management, go to DuPontAdvisory.com or email Terry at DuPontAdvisory.com. 49 faces look to him in triumph. 
Over the last 12 months, they had each taken turns and promoted his business for a week at a time, driving over $987,342 in revenue. What if you had a network of 50 centers of influence who promoted your business every week for a year? Grab your copy of the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast, at 33% off the Amazon price by going to ultimatepodcastbook.com. Again, that website for 33% off the Amazon price is ultimatepodcastbook.com.